ហើយអ្នកដឹកនាំនៅក្រុមព្រះវិហារគុណគ្មែងក៏ឈឺហើយក៏នៅផ្ទះ uh, And one of our leaders, Kony, he is in Bangkok with a serious problem with his eye. But Kim Lang already back from the hospital, feeling better. And we prayed this morning also for Kim Lang, and he sits right here, feeling good. And before uh, I talked with Kony uh, in Bangkok, and he, he is also very, very much better. So I'm really excited to, to know that God is alive and He can change. He can do miracles. The biggest miracle that God can do is in our hearts. And this is what I would like to pray for tonight, that God will change our hearts. All right. Pray with me. God, I am listening. Speak to me. I don't want to go home the same way I came. I want to know more about you. But I also want to hear your voice speak into my life. I am listening. Speak. Amen. Amen. We talk about the lion. One thing, the lion cannot survive alone. The lion needs a family. And this family is called the Lion Pride. And I like this name because pride means a feeling of deep pleasure and satisfaction. When you think about family, do you feel a deep satisfaction? Deep pleasure? Or is family broken apart? The lion family is a place where he feels belonging. We are the same. We are made to live in families. We are not made to survive alone. If we are together, we can change a city. 
There is power in a family. When God created heaven and earth, He made all the plants and the animals. But then He said something is missing. He took dirt. And he formed a man. He breathed life into the man. And then the man came alive. In the beautiful world God created. But the man was alone. God, I need a family. And God brought all the animals. But all the animals, he could not find a partner. He looked at the elephant. Maybe too big. He looked at the giraffe. Oh, that's a long neck. I cannot whisper in his ear, you know, too high. He gave names to all of the animals. And at the end, he did not find anyone that he can start a family with. So God put him to sleep. Took out a part of his ribs. And he formed a girl. And then Adam, the first man, he woke up. And he saw this girl. And he said, Whoa, man. <laughs> Only works in English. <laughs> he, called, he called that girl woman. We are together. You are a part of me. Together we are one. You cannot start a family alone. You cannot start a church alone. You need, you need other people. You need to depend on other people. And that's where the problem starts. Because people disappoint you. They say things that hurt you. And then suddenly you think, oh, I want to be alone. But alone you cannot survive. We need a family that loves. One time there was two guys, they went into the safari to see the lion. After three days with the jeep, the the engine broke. <laughs> so they had to walk. And then it got dark. They made a little fire. And then they heard the roar of the lion. Oh, and they were, they were afraid. The roar came closer. And they were like, oh, what can we do? So one guy, he went opened his back and put on his shoes. The other guy said, Are you crazy? You cannot run faster than the lion. I know, I know. I only have to run faster than you. Who wants friends like that? No one. 
We need friends that we can depend on. The lions, they hunt together. Some of the lions are fast. So they run. Some of the lions are loud. So they make a way for the animals to scare them, to get them running in the right direction. If we are together, we can change the world. We can change our world. Starting with our family. With our school, our workplace. And wherever you are, you have people that are strange. They are not like you. And in the movie Lion King, there is a family, a very unusual family forming. And I want to show you this. So this unusual family of friends I think explains very much how the difference in the people can be the strength of a family. Because no matter how strong one lion is they cannot hunt alone. They need the family, they need to be in the group. If you understand the power of family, you know what it means to conquer together. Together we can change a city. This week, Vivi, she wrote me a text. I posted it on Facebook. It goes like this. A small group of people that unite together. Change the world. Actually, it's always a small group of people that stick together that change the world. Yeah, if you want to know how it sounds really good, look at it in my Facebook page. That's why we have little groups in this church. We call them lead groups. And I want to encourage you to become a part of a LEAD group. Because LEAD stands for four things. A group that loves each other. A group that encourages one another. A group that affirms one another. And a group that says, okay, now we're going to go out and do something, deploy. This is the small circle of family that we have in this church. Where you know that they are different, but we are one family. 
But something makes us want to stay away from the family. And this is what I want to talk about tonight. Don't compare with others. The Bible says like this. Do not think you are better than you are. You must decide what you really are by the amount of faith God has given you. When we compare, we always lose. The Bible continues to explain that we are like a body. And the body works if there is a head, there is hands, there is feet. But actually you can lose one hand. But if you lose your heart, you're dead. I have never seen my heart. But I know it's there. Sometimes you feel like nobody sees you. But without you, the body is not complete. And maybe someone is like a hand. They're always in your face. But that's not because it's more important. Together, we are one. And when we compare, we lose. Because comparing comes straight from the devil. One time, there was an angel called Lucifer. He was the most beautiful angels of all of the angels. But he looked at God. He compared. And he wanted to be like God. Even if he was already the most beautiful angel. And God punished him, put him out of his presence. And since then, the devil wants to make us compare with other people. Look at what he has. Look at that. I mean, you also want that. Comparing makes you think you are bigger. When I was a small boy in school, I was very bad at reading and writing. But I was always looking at all the other students to find the one student that is even worse than me. And then I go, ha, you cannot read. Then I thought I would, I would feel better to push someone else down. Comparing makes you think that you are smaller. All the others are more smart than me. It's best I say nothing. I was afraid that the teacher would ask me something. Because I felt so small. I was afraid. 
I look down on myself. And it's all lies. You are not bigger. You are not smaller. The question is, are you satisfied with what you have? Are you satisfied with what you have? Are you enjoying who you are? This is the best moment to start to grow. God will give more to those that enjoy what they have now. Because then he knows that you can handle more. If you don't like your job right now, make your job better. Bring life into the workplace. Find a joke every morning that you can tell when you go to work. Make the workplace better. If your room you don't like where you live, make it nicer. Put a nice poster there. If you don't like your bicycle, clean it. If you can take care of your old bicycle, I think you will be ready for a new one. If you don't take care of your old bicycle, what do you think? Someone will give you a new one and thinks, oh, then you take care of it. Focus on what you have. And not what everyone else has. Honor the differences. And I like the differences about a family. And that's the beautiful thing. Not everybody's the same. The Bible says we are many, but in Jesus we are all one body. Each of us belongs to all the other parts. We all have different gifts. Each of which came because of the grace God has given us. This is God has given her a gift to sing. And she can speak. She can speak in front of many people. She can share her heart. We had a beautiful party here on Friday night. And Moikia was the one girl who said, okay, I have to share something from my heart. And she can make us all feel her heart. And, and she loves to worship and lead people to worship. And this is a gift God has given you. And you're using it. And you're training and learning how to sing even better. 
Give her an applause. Thank you very much. And Muikia has a sister called Muilang. Also a beautiful young woman. She leads the first aid station. God has given her different gifts. She likes to take care of wounds. And she, she is not the one who likes to stand and sing in front of other people. And her work is very important. And she helps many people experience health. Muikia does it with her gifts. And Muilang does it with hers. No one is better than the other. But if they work together, healthy people can sing and worship God. Is that awesome? That's awesome. We always think about our perspective. A woman woke up every morning, looked to the neighbors that was hanging out the laundry. Said, Why is she hanging out the laundry dirty? Crazy neighbor. The next morning, look at the neighbor. She's hanging out the laundry dirty again. Does she not know to wash first and then hang it? Then the third day, no, she does it again. And the fourth day, and she says to her husband, look at our neighbor, she's good. Puts out the dirty laundry. She should wash, she should learn how to wash. After one week, suddenly she comes and says, Oh, now her laundry is clean. Who has taught her how to clean the laundry? Then the husband says, Woman. I could not stand your complaining anymore. So I got up very early in the morning. And I cleaned the windows of our house. This is sometimes out of our perspective. We think that the other people are doing things wrong. Through my dirty window, I look at my wife. I think my wife has a problem. But it's my window that's dirty. I look at my kids and I think, oh my goodness, they have a mental breakdown. But it's my windows that is not clean. Because I think everyone should be like me. But nobody is like me. But my dirty window, only Jesus can clean it. Don't complain, make compliments. 
If you see something good, if you see Rani playing the guitar awesome on stage, you can go to him and say, I love your haircut. <laughs> he plays great guitar and has a great haircut. Don't hold back your compliments and lift up those that are different from you. Amen? Amen. Don't try to impress other people. It will always destroy the family. You don't need to be better. Look to Jesus and see how God sees you. God says, I love you. I want you. I need you. You are important. Yes, you are different. That's why you belong to this family. Encourage each other. This is the end of that verse. Encourage each other. Elevate each other. Elevate. Lift another person up. Not that you think that they are bigger than you. But that you say, God, thank you for this person. Thank you for the skills and talents you have given that person. The only thing that will stop you from doing that is jealousy. Let's stop jealousy. Let's stop it. Because jealousy comes straight from the devil. Not being thankful for what you have. Wanting something that God has given some, someone else. And you cannot enjoy. You always think, oh, what about me? What about me? Jealousy destroys the family. But there's good news. Jesus can wash your dirty, jealousy heart. If you, if you know what I am talking about, you look to others and say, oh, they are more beautiful. I wish I could be talented like that person. And you feel that your heart is not happy anymore. This is what jealousy is. And when we start the next song, I want to pray with you. I want you to come to the front and pray with me here. I want you to make a step and say to your neighbor, sorry, I need to. I need to stop this jealousy in my life. I need to wash this dirt that I always see in front of my eyes. So as the band starts to sing, just come to the front. Let's pray together. Thank you for listening. 
We hope you have been inspired and challenged. To find out more about ICF, visit our website. Or find us on SoundCloud or Facebook. We don't want to end without giving you the opportunity to ask Jesus into your life. This will be the greatest decision you will ever make. You can say these words after me. Jesus, I want to know you. Forgive me all my sins. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Thank you that you love me no matter what. I want to follow you. God bless you.